you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Prescott escapes out to the right. Chase throws it in the end zone. Touchdown, Cowboys. Minshew pumps, fires, complete. Devontae Smith, touchdown, Eagles. Prescott looking right, looking middle. Throwing right, touchdown, CU This is it. This is the game. Minshew, he steps up. He is hit. He is floating it for the end zone and it is incomplete. The Cowboys have clinched the fifth seed in a classic. Uh-huh. Last time we saw the Cowboys on Christmas Eve, they were beating up on a Gardner Minshew-led mm-hmm. Eagles team. Tonight, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys take on the Titans with a rookie quarterback, Malik Willis, under center. It's the Cowboys, it's the Titans. It's Thursday Night Football tonight, 8.15 p.m. Eastern, on Prime Video and available on NFL Plus as we welcome you hey. inside Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live here in New York City. It's Thursday, December 29th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. It's Kyle Brandt. Jason McCourty, Peter Schrager has been ruled out of yeah. the show with an illness. <laughs> Interesting. We will uh, get an update on him, I'm sure, momentarily, and he'll be texting us again. Feedback constant. Mm-hmm. We welcome it. Mm-hmm. Seriously, Schrags, get better. We miss yes. you, man. We mm-hmm. miss your friendly banter, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing great. We're doing a lot better than Schrags, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I, you guys don't even want me to go into my shtick about stay, save Schrager, and there's, this, there's a <laughs> we're going to pass in a plate around Peter. Uh, you're as tough as they come. I'm sure you're watching. We love you. We miss you. It's strange being in the side of the table, so please come back. We're yes. going to have a toughness conversation later, so maybe we should just dedicate it to one Peter Schrager. There you go. Yeah, if he was right. here. Time for the lead block. Lead block. block. All right, we're going to start with the NFC playoff picture. Let's just lay this one out. The NFC playoff picture, the, the page in front of me, it's like two pages long. The NFC South in itself has a half a page Hell dedicated yes. to it. Very complicated. People. The Cowboys currently are the five seed, though, with a shot at stealing the NFC East from the Eagles. 
Here we go. If Dallas wins out and Philly drops their last two, the Cowboys are division champs uh-huh. and the Eagles drop to fifth. Uh-huh. But all of that becomes a moot point if the Cowboys lose to the Titans on right. Thursday Night Football. Cue the AFC playoff picture. Speaking of those Titans, they're lurking at the 10th seed in the AFC. Tonight's game will have virtually no bearing on their playoff chances. That should come down to week 18 in Jacksonville, where the winner would take the AFC South, the four seed, and win a home playoff game, of course, barring any ties. No more ties. Ties are done for the last oh, two we're weeks. We're getting some this ties season, this week okay? at all. It's so coming. we wanted to set the table before we brought in our NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero for some news on some players that we may or may not see tonight. Tom, what's up? Well, Jamie, Titans star running back Derrick Henry officially listed as doubtful for tonight's game against the Cowboys. Not expected to play in this one. My understanding is this is precautionary for Derrick Henry, who was limited in practice this week because of a hip issue. This game doesn't actually matter in terms of the AFC South standings. It's also a short week, so they're going to hold Henry back here. Full expectation he will be back out there for the division title game next week against the Jaguars. For tonight, it's going to be Hassan Haskins, the rookie fourth-round draft pick out of Michigan, who is in in line for a big role for the Titans, and I'm sure plenty of fantasy football teams as well. Cowboys also have some injury questions coming into this one. Linebacker Micah Parsons and running back Tony Pollard both listed as questionable. Parsons should be good to go. Limited in practice this week because of a hand issue. There's less certainty with Tony Pollard, who's been dealing with a thigh. they got to see how he feels today. This one potentially could come down to a pregame workout to determine if Pollard is ready to go. Jamie? That piques some interest, too, from more than just a fantasy football perspective for some guys. Tony Pollard, interesting, going right up to game time in Nashville tonight. Tom Palacero, thank you very much. All right, guys, it's the final Thursday night football game of the season, coming to you live from Nashville, Mm. Tennessee. Mm. What's to look forward to when the Cowboys take on the Titans, Jason, in this one? I'm looking at the Titans, and I'm trying to figure out who the hell is playing (laughs) in the game. I'm looking at the Titans' injury report, and it's just like, Doubtful, doubtful, out, out. Can we pull that up and look at the full screen of it? Oh, no. Look at all of these guys. As many as nine starters may not be playing in the game tonight. You see a ton of defensive guys out there. So for this game, it almost feels like the fourth preseason game where you see all the starters on the sideline, no shoulder pads, jerseys on, a hat, chewing on some sunflower seeds, watching some of the young guys get their opportunity. And I'm excited about the unknown for the Tennessee Titans. We always said it in the league. You hear New England say their phrase is next man up. And we always would say a starter is a guy who's a backup who just hasn't gotten their opportunity to play yet. So it's Thursday night football. There's going to be some guys that haven't gotten the opportunity to play many snaps. You look at the running back position. Tom P. just told us Derrick Henry probably not going to play. Hassan Haskins, Julius Chestnut. These guys have 16 carries on the season so far. They haven't played much football at all. Did you just say the word chestnut? Chestnut. Julius remember, you remember chestnut. him from the preseason? Hell yeah. We love, we love this Late name. for Christmas, but we like him. Hey, just in time for the new year. So you look at this, and this just shows kind of Derrick Henry's usage, and him getting a week off may not be bad at all because these guys haven't gotten many opportunities. So I'm excited to see them. And this is a Tennessee Titans team who's already lost four straight games in the month of December. There hasn't been a team to make it to the playoffs to go over in the month of December. If they lose the game tonight, the Titans will be 0-5. 
So this is a tough one, and I don't know if they'll be able to do all of this without some of those star players. Malik Willis is going to play. A lot of guys on the offense other than Derrick Henry will be out there. Let's see how they hold up against Micah Parsons, who Tom Pete just said is likely going to play, and that Dallas defense. It's going to be a fun one to watch because you don't know what you're going to get from the Titans mm-hmm. because there's so many players out there that you haven't seen much of this season. It's the Titans beat team. Do you think if they get way down, they can just ask the Cowboys at halftime to give them a look right. and simulate the Jaguars? You just, know, like just yeah. to, so we can get ready for week 18? Put their cards well, up Cowboys in the huddle, know, run yeah. these plays. Put a, put, a, put a blonde wig on Dak Prescott to pretend he's Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> like, Can we give us a look? Because all we care about is week 18. And I would say this to the Cowboys' defense. Put on a show tonight. Mm. Let, let, rock and roll. Let, let's go. You know, the last three games, this Cowboys' defense, we've hyped them all year, giving up 32 points a game. Enough of that. Micah Parsons, last three games, has not had a sack. Enough of that. Dan Quinn, we see your name floating around, floating around the ether as maybe you're going to be a, a new head coach, and I hope you are, but enough of that. Right now, seek and destroy. Find the wounded animal and step on it. You have a <laughs> neophyte quarterback. You have no Derrick Henry. You have a team that is basically mailing in it. I want the, like, Dallas Cowboys shut out. I want the Dallas Cowboys give up three points. The three interception, six sack flex game for the Cowboys defense because they haven't played that great recently and that's okay. It's tough down the stretch. You're getting beat up but this is a Cowboys type of night. If the Titans are going to show up with their B team, show up with your A game. This is the Cowboys first time on Amazon. This is the kind of thing they exist for as an organization. High profile, new technology. Uh, Smash this thing. This might be the last showing we get of the 2022 Cowboys that really matters before the playoffs because we don't know what's going to happen week 18. True. Give us the show. Give us, like, I want the, you know, they do the interception, they all run into the end zone and they pose for the pictures. Do that five <laughs> times. This is not the real Titans team. Even if it was, they haven't won since before Thanksgiving. Give us a little flex and fire us up. Cowboys defense, pitch a shutout tonight. They shouldn't even score on you. That's what I want. So, as we mentioned, the, the playoff scenarios, they're really fun. They're stapled together in this packet in front of us. We're constantly glancing down at it. But to me, I, I think I'm most obsessed with this game because of the playoff implications or lack thereof and how the head coaches handle it. Mm. Keep in mind, uh, my last couple years I've been covering college football. This is the first time in a few years that I've really been like week 17 mm. playoff scenarios. How's it feel? It's, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, this feels like a bowl game a little bit. And, yeah. and hang with me because there are teams that don't make the college football playoff and they go to a bowl game, a nameless bowl game, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And maybe they have a different coach or maybe their coach might be getting let go at the end of the season. Like, what are you playing for? What is the coach saying in the locker room to get the guys ready? I don't care who is playing for the Titans. Mike Vrabel, what are you doing on the sideline to talk these guys through? Because I get it. This game doesn't matter. I get it. you got to rest certain guys. But I don't think your will can be taken from you. I don't think you can suffer a shutout beatdown at home and think you're going to be some high and mighty team come next week when it really matters against a team within your division. I just don't think you can do that. So how do you temper your team emotionally to play against a team where this really does matter and you don't get crushed? On the other side, Mike McCarthy. This game does matter. How do you keep your guys so focused and, frankly, not get too ahead of their skis and blow them out and just it's hard to play against a team that quote unquote doesn't care or it doesn't matter I think that's a challenge how do you like you said Joe Burrow said a couple weeks ago why can't we just beat teams 30 to 14 why can't they let the Patriots back in Cowboys I want to see something from you to Kyle's point I want to see a shutout I want to see it done at the end of the fourth quarter and I want to see you maintain it and not just let your foot off the gas pedal and I want to see some 
connectivity between Mike McCarthy and those guys to set this game up and set the next two weeks up. And that's what's going to be so fun for the Titans because you look at who's going to be playing. These are guys that haven't gotten a ton of reps. So when you yeah. talk about motivation, Thursday night football, prime time, like these guys are going to come out there and they're going to be fired up to get an opportunity to tackle, whether it's Ezekiel Elliott, if Tony Pollard's able to go with so many guys out or doubtful on the defensive side of the ball. So, yeah, the challenge, I feel like, is for the Dallas Cowboys because if I'm the Titans and I'm a player, I'm going out there. There's no pressure at all. We're just going out there to play some ball for the Cowboys. Just all right, everybody's saying, hey, is this game a lock? Titans aren't playing these guys. We definitely should win. Pitch a shutout. Shut them out. Like that for, is the, where the pressure comes with so much on the line That's for the, the Cowboys. That's the to watch. Like the Titans haven't won in five weeks, but I'm fascinated by the theater of how they handle this game. Yeah. yeah. It, it, to make it really clear, it's really strange. Like they have a game next week against the Jaguars that is for everything, really. This game means nothing. They can lose it by 100 or win it by 100. It doesn't affect their playoff seating. So we've been talking this week, like, do they just completely mail it in? They completely empty the bench. Like, I wonder. Derek, Derek Henry's doubtful. If this was next week, could he play? Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. But I also think, like, if they're down at the half... 27 to 3. How many guys? What is that second, second half? Yeah. Like, do you just yeah. completely pull every. It's almost like a preseason game with a little bit of a bye, it's, but it's not the last week of the season. It's so strange. But yeah. I, I can't wait to see how Rebel handles yeah. it. I don't know. A, a beat down like that, 27 3, half with another half to go against the Cowboys defense, I find that so demoralizing. Yeah. And how do you get back up? Is that just like, oh, we're professionals, we have to? Each week is different. Yeah. Like, you go into a game, you get blown out, then you blow out another team the next week. And yeah. I think that's the thing where, especially a team like Tennessee where they've been in the playoffs the last few years. They're used to being used to winning and having that level of success and each week is not going to be perfect. So even if they do suffer a beatdown, yeah. they're all going to be up and ready for that game yeah. next week. It's for all tomorrow. You know the way the season has gone? Watch the Titans win this game. I know! Who the hell knows? Malik starts pulling plays out of his butt and they beat the Cowboys and then we really have something. Yeah. Because that's my point. The way the narrative has gone, like the Cowboys, what are you going to be on your toes or on your heels coming yeah. into this one? Cowboys going to crush these guys. Then we'll know, talk right? about Mike McCarthy all day tomorrow. Oh. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. 
And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Back on Good Morning Football, Tom Pellicero joining us once again because massive news emerged yesterday from Las Vegas involving their quarterback, Derek Carr. Please, Tom Pellicero, give us the details on what went down. Jamie, the Raiders are still mathematically alive in the playoff picture, but they are making a quarterback change for the next two weeks and perhaps beyond. Derek Carr out, Jarrett Stidham in starting on Sunday against the 49ers. Carr is not expected to be around the team over the next couple of weeks to mitigate any distractions. That's part of an agreement between Carr and the Raiders. And both sides have decisions to make in the next six weeks or so. On the contract extension, the car signed just back in April, another $40.4 million becomes fully guaranteed three days after the Super Bowl. So that's the timeline here. The Raiders have until then in mid-February to find a team willing to take that contract potentially in a trade and for Carr to agree to go. Otherwise, the Raiders will have two options. Keep him, let those guarantees vest, basically ensuring he is the quarterback in 2023, or release him, in which case Carr would be free to sign with any team. If Carr gets released, you would certainly anticipate there would be a market. There would also be a lot of speculation about who the Raiders might bring in as their next quarterback. And, of course, there's one 45-year-old currently in Tampa who Coach Josh McDaniels knows pretty well. Jamie? Yeah, cue the full screen of all the free agent quarterback names and have that one at the top of the list that you know draws the connection back to New England and Josh McDaniels. Tom Pelissero, thank you very much. Talk to you in a little bit. Let's take a gander at the AFC playoff picture because, as Pelissero just mentioned, the Raiders remain mathematically alive for a postseason berth. Now, the percentage is small, but it's there. Here is Josh McDaniels explaining how he handled the move. And then you're going to hear from Devontae Adams, his reaction to the news yesterday as well. I hope I, I deal with our team the right way every time. Um, I've been honest and upfront with them about anything, um, any change we make or any decision that, that goes on that affects them. Uh, we've tried to be upfront and tell them the truth all year long, and uh, that didn't stop today. Obviously, I don't think anybody was excited about it in here. Um, you know, him being one of, one of my really good friends and, you know, the reason why I came here in the first place. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here right now if he wasn't, uh, you know, if he wasn't here. So um, I think everybody knows how I feel about him. That's a weird day, I'm sure, for Devontae Adams. Derek Carr has never missed a start in nine NFL seasons when he is healthy. This was interesting to hear yesterday and then to watch the opinions unfold, especially on Twitter, as to how Las Vegas went about it, Josh McDaniels' decision, his connection with Derek Carr, so on and so forth. Guys, what do you think uh, is going on in Vegas and how they finish this season 
without Derek Carr. Yeah, well, I, the season, who knows? The Carr, it, I think there's two headlines here. I don't think he'll ever play for the Raiders again. I think it's done. I think, I think, it's, I think it's a wrap when you do something like this. And uh, he's been there nine years. Nine years, he's won zero playoff games. He's played in one. That's the headline. I know there's a lot of Raiders fans who are really loyal and really like Derek Carr, and they're using the word scapegoat. And he is the scapegoat for ownership and for the coaching and all the stuff they've been through. And it's, it's possibly true, at least in part. Fact is, um, paid a lot of money, a lot. And he's a really good guy, and he's a really good teammate, and so people root for him. There's a lot of apologists out there saying all the, the things that he's been through and the things he's endured, I totally get it. He has never won a playoff game. At some point after nine years, even if it's not their fault, even if they are a good guy, even if they are a good teammate, it's just not working out. Like, we just, we have to change the organization. And you hate to see that for a guy like Carr. I saw somebody compare him to, like, he's like a Matt Ryan type. He's like that, he's a good quarterback. He's had some nice moments, but he's just not one of the guys. Listen, Matt Ryan started 10 playoff games for the Falcons. It's not even that. It's not that. But I do think they're right in the sense that, like, Derek Carr is a good quarterback, yep. and that is a and that is not an insult, but it's also not a compliment. It's a strange place to be in this league the way we have it right now with the money and the quarterbacks and the talent. That if you have a good quarterback, it means you don't have a great one, and a lot of your rivals, especially even in your division, at least have one. Um, I don't know where it goes from here because they tried, they tried, and they tried, and he's a good quarterback who I just don't think was getting it done, and there's a lot of people at fault, but eventually you make that much money and you don't get the results. Like, I can't sit here and cry for you. I just can't. There's too many other quarterbacks playing better, especially this year. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know how to feel about the whole Derek Carr stuff because it's just like how you just said, one playoff game, and then throughout his nine years there, he's had the most losses, second to Archie Manning, throughout nine quarterbacks in their first nine years starting. So it was just like, there's not a ton of success there, but then you flip it on the other side and you can say all of the things that have gone on since he's been the Raiders quarterback. Their defense has ranked towards the bottom throughout his nine-year tenure there. So you can't put all the blame on Derek Carr, but you look at the contract extension that they gave him in the offseason, and Tom P hit on it. It's three days after the Super Bowl before the $40 million becomes guaranteed. So they kind of went into it. The Raiders did say, hey, this is a one-year trial. We have a new head coach, a new GM. We like Derek Carr. We don't like him enough to guarantee him for the next few years. But let's see how this year goes. And then let's make our decision and see where we go from there. And at this point in the season, they want him healthy so they can make that decision in the offseason. And then do they want to win these last two games? From a draft perspective, mm. they may be able to move up if they're not able to win these last two games. And for like a guy like Devontae Adams, he came there for Derek Carr, but we've seen him. He's just super competitive. He wants the ball and he wants to win games. If Jared Stidham comes in these last two weeks, he gets the ball to Devontae Adams and they win games, he'll be okay. He'll miss his friend. That's part of being in the NFL. That's part of the business. But it's so tough because I look at this situation and I'm just like, I get it. Like, from an organizational standpoint, like, we're not where we want to be. Not to say that it's all Derek Carr's fault, but at this point, maybe it's time for us to move on. Even for a guy like Derek Carr, there's going to be a market for him. You mentioned the Matt Ryan. You can put Stafford in that boat, too. He gets to L.A., he gets to the Rams, mm. they go on and win a Super Bowl. For Derek Carr, he may end up in a better situation that's better suited for his mm -hmm. talents and take off from there, same way for the Raiders. The veteran quarterback new head coach is, I think, one of the hardest arranged marriages in sports mm -hmm. because the veteran coach new quarterback is very much like the power, the understanding of the power is there. It's set in stone. It's Bill Belichick, Mac Jones. We get it. The Aaron Rodgers in comes Matt LaFleur. Seemed to work. 
The Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett didn't work. The Derek Carr, Josh McDaniels, apparently it didn't pan out. Didn't work at all. And this season in particular, I, I waited. I waited for games. I waited, frankly, for losses suffered by the Raiders to say, man, Derek Carr balled out. But the Raiders' defense let him, you know, let it up. But it just never happened. The Raiders got beat because their offense didn't produce, like, ever. Two games, Derek Carr threw for over 300 yards. That takes like a half, a quarter for Joe Burrow to do, to throw 300 yards, it feels like at times. One half, Patrick Mahomes, 300 yards. Two games he's thrown for over 300 yards, it's not good enough. It's not good enough in the division. Nine years, it's a lot to let him, and he's played well, but I, I, I am buying into Kyle's point here. It's like, he's, he's good, he's been good. Yeah. I think he could have been better. Mm-hmm. I, I actually think he just never panned into his potential. He didn't win the games to put the Raiders in the right spots. But I also put this more on Josh McDaniels too. Like he either someone had a conversation with him about what's happening to him in mm-hmm. the coming future, or he truly believes that his guy, Jared Stidham, who worked together in New England, gives them a better that percentage goes from one point seven to five, mm-hmm. and that makes the Raiders at, feel at, better. At this point, I don't think it's about the playoffs. I think this is more about the future of the organization. Like I'm from McDaniels, I don't think he's as concerned about all right, who gives us the best chance to win right now. Sure. Stidham may understand the system better from yeah. being with him in New England. Uh, and then I look at the Derek Carr situation, him leaving the team not to be a distraction. Is that more of a distraction? Because mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. when you come in, everybody's asking you, and now you have to talk about him not being there. It doesn't take the distraction away. And I get it from a pride perspective. If I'm him, I've been here for nine years. All I know is I'm the starting quarterback, and now you're taking that away from me to put in Jared Stidham, a guy who's unproven at the same time. So I guess the worst part about this, a guy like Derek Carr drafted there, nine years there, six different head coaches, four different OCs, three different GMs, and this is the way he's leaving the Raiders. And that part of it sucks, being a vet and seeing how much he's put into that organization. Like you said, they've given him two. He's been well paid throughout his career. They tried for nine years, and so much of it wasn't his fault, but some of it was. It's the playoff game last year. You're right there. At the last play of the game, you throw a terrible interception. I just think it's interesting this weekend. It's Raiders, Niners, and we're talking about these good quarterbacks. And, you know, to Jamie's point, they're probably saying, well, look, Patrick Mahomes doesn't go on trees. We, we, we don't have a Joe Burrow. They're, they're hard to find. It, you can do it with a good quarterback. And look at San Francisco. If True. you have a crazy system around you, an amazing accompanying parts, and not just Brock Purdy. Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's, they've done it. The Raiders tried for nine years to win with a good quarterback who's not great, who was never going to be great. And they couldn't do it. And they gave up, and they're going to reset. And I don't think it's the craziest thing ever. I, I don't I'm mean, with you on that. I don't mean for this, this to sound like a downer, but, you know, uh, we watched it happen twice with 49ers this season. Like, the Raiders are one snap away from Chase Garbers going up for three quarters against the 49ers That's defense. That's the guy. An <laughs> undrafted rookie quarterback yeah. out of Cal Berkeley. Chase Garbers could be quarterbacking one snap away from it. Yeah. This is how you want to handle it, and Derek Carr's not. Like, I just, I wonder. Jared Stidham's first start of his career, they're tossing him to the Wolves against the 49ers. Let's go, Stiddy. Lots of luck, yeah. buddy. Lots of luck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Tough. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The Eagles have been flying high over the past couple of months. Now Jalen Hurts is in question and Pro Bowl right tackle Lane Johnson is not 100%. And as Tom just mentioned, won't be down the stretch. Gentlemen, how does that make you feel about the Eagles? Let's get into our feelings about the Eagles. <laughs> Ryan. I, I can't necessarily tell you why I feel this way. It's mm-hmm. a trend. I, I have a little bit of a feeling that this is very similar to the 2021 Titans team. Mm, really? In that they are going to be the best team in the, the conference. Mm-hmm. They're going to get that week off. The rust from Jalen Hurts if he doesn't go the last few weeks. Because I, I wouldn't play him when you got a backup like Gardner Minshew. Uh-huh. Or if you, if you want to go in the opposite direction, you have to play him and make sure he doesn't have that rust. Yeah. And then that, you know, some snot-nosed kid comes in like Joe Burrow a year ago in Nashville and takes down the number one team. And there's no, there's no time to even celebrate a 15-2 and two season, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that just disappeared for Tennessee a year ago. And I'm just getting those vibes a little bit. I hope I'm wrong. I yeah. really hope I'm wrong on this. Uh, so... Eagles fans are screaming right yes. now. Yes. We're, we're linking the the 2021 Ryan Tannehill Titans, who got sacked about 50 times in that game and lost at home, to the Eagles, who have an MVP front runner, who have the best O line, who have an incredible. You still see the similarity that like, and I don't think it's outrageous that somebody comes in in the NFC and says, "Screw it, one and done. We're out." I, I took him down. How? I I just feel like it reminds me of, of of what that looked like, and I could see a Washington Commanders come into the link. Carson Wentz, ah. and not if that happened about a couple weeks. I'm talking about like a couple weeks ago. That kind of mindset where Washington walked in when on they that night first loss, and yeah. just beat them down. Mm. You know? Okay, okay, okay. I could see a team like 
like Tampa Bay gets a win in that wild card round against, Ooh. let's say, the seven seed, which could be Green Bay, sure. right? Well, and Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady walk into the link mm-hmm. and go, hey, kid, I love what you've done, loved your work, <laughs> not not really interested in, mm. in seeing you move forward and doing something. They're so much better last year in the playoffs, yep. too. Yeah, and, and, and that was a good learning experience for Jalen Hurts and the, and the Eagles. I just, there's just something to it, like, They've been so good all year. All year. Almost tired of hearing about it. a little, a little uh, um, uh, nausea from the 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 over uh, exemplifying of this team. Yeah. And then you know maybe getting beat last week in the way they did. Maybe uh-huh. that straightens them out a little bit, and we have a different process. But that's just kind of the vibe I'm getting from the team. Right. Mm. I feel like you played both sides there. In the middle of your answer, you just kind of slid in that you wouldn't play him if you didn't have to. You would not play Jalen Hurts. But then, on the flip side, you said, but that means he could be rusty. If so, how do you justify, I mean, do you risk him being rusty? you just trust that he'd be ready? Or how do you handle him over the next couple weeks? I, I, if he's healthy enough to play, Jalen I, Hurts. I, yeah, yeah, if Jalen Hurts is healthy enough to play, I'm going to get him in uh, one of these final two mm-hmm. games. I got right? you. Well, they still have to win the divisions, too. I mean, They, they, can they got lose, the Saints, so. and mm-hmm. then I think the Giants, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, if they beat the Saints this week, at which I think is very capable... Um, with Gardner Minshew because he's a guy that could start in in half the sure. the home and he played well. This past he played game. incredibly well. Both those interceptions, if you look, you know the second was was definitely on Watkins. Mm-hmm. The first one he probably could have been a little more uh, particular with where he plant, placed the ball, but Watkins got like out physical for both of those interceptions. Mm-hmm. And then they fumbled the football, something they hadn't done all year long. So those are mistakes that are made. Are they made with Jalen Hurts? When he's back there, right? Does he make those same type of interceptions? Do they fumble the ball in that same type of situation? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Gardner Minshew is very capable of getting them into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The question is then, do we want a Jalen Hurts who hasn't played for over a month? Mm-hmm. Go right out. Yeah. Right. You know what lit my hair on fire that you said? You said something about Carson Wentz versus the Eagles and the Commanders. I mean, if if Carson Wentz gets into the playoffs and eliminates this former team, the Eagles, Philadelphia will cease to exist as a city. <laughs> yes. They, they will, it will. It will burn to the ground. Like we, I don't know if we could sustain that as a society, but it's the playoffs, right? I mean, it's Jay, how do you follow that? Ryan had a strong take. What do you yeah, think? This Eagles team, the one thing that we've said about them all season long is just like they're a complete team. We heard Micah Parsons say, hey, I I like Jalen Hurts. Is he an MVP when their team is so well-rounded? The offensive line is so good. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, the defense is at the top at sacks and turnovers. So they're a team I look at. What sucks most is uh, you're getting banged up down the stretch. Your quarterback MVP candidate gets hurt. If he gets hurt maybe in the middle of the season, he has time to come back, get ready for the playoffs. And like Ryan said, if he's sitting out for this long, it's tough. But it's at the same time, the way they've played all season, it gives you the luxury of saying, you know what? My MVP candidate quarterback, I am going to sit you down. I am going to let you rest up because instead of having you maybe playing a game where now you're thinking about, hey, I'm running for it. It's on third and eight. I get to about six yards. Do I tuck my shoulder? Do I just go down? I want you in there playing full and free. And Jalen Hurts last year went into the playoffs. They had the week off. They went against Tampa Bay, and it was not pretty. Mm. Jalen Hurts last year is not Jalen Hurts this year. This is a different quarterback who's playing at an extremely high level, very different than a season ago where it was a lot of rushing. It wasn't him sitting back there being able to make every single throw. So I'm giving Jalen Hurst the time to get fully healthy. And this Eagles team has been complete all season long. Yes, they lost a the game last week to Dallas. The defense gave up 40 points. Mm-hmm. That's something that they have to correct. And to your point, they have four turnovers on offense, which hasn't really happened to them much this season. Gardner Mitchell obviously responsible for two and have kind of fumbled handoff. But I have a lot of confidence still in this Eagle team. If Jalen Hurts isn't fully healthy, can they win a Super Bowl? I don't think so. I mean, 
any team you can go around and say, all right, your quarterback who's been an MVP-type candidate, if he's not fully healthy, yeah. can you win a Super Bowl? Uh, of course. Like, that's going to be a tough challenge. I, I feel good about them. Four turnovers against the Cowboys, and Gardner Minshew was one throw away from beating them in their yeah. house. Like, they, they lost by six points. But here, here's if you're going to poke holes in this Eagles team, as Ryan's doing, we're trying to do here. Great teams like this, how do they lose? It's not because of chemistry or running game or fundamentals. It's words like adductor, which is what we said on the segment today. It's words like high ankle, plantar fasciitis, uh, bulging disc. Uh, it's those words. They've had good injury luck this year. They just have. Like They lost Derek Barnett, which was a big part of their defense, but couple guys here and there. They haven't had that, oh, my God, cataclysmic. We lost Trey Lance. We lost Jimmy Garoppolo. We lost this guy. They've had a good – and those are just the injury gods being kind. And right now, as it's the most important time of the year, the star quarterback is out. Their offensive tackle, who's been there for years, is limping off the field, and we're learning the word adductor. I hate it. And I like Gardner, too. I don't think they can win the Super Bowl with Gardner Minshew. I just think Jalen Hurts brings much more to the table. That's the guy you need. So – if the injury gods are settling in now, and to Ryan's point, somebody comes in and plays them who's coming off a wild card win, who always has a head of steam, and Jalen Hurts isn't great, and Lane Johnson isn't great, that's how you lose. I think this team is perfect. I think they're built from top to bottom like a Rembrandt. I think Howie Roseman is smoking a cigar all year. I think they're coasting to the NFC title game if they're healthy. Yep. But those words like a ductor crumble empires, Jamie. That's how And you it's lose. the words associated with the names that go along with yeah. it, which is really yeah. frightening, really prominent players. I'm going to yeah. put my Sean O'Hara hat on, and I'm going to talk about the trenches. Okay. I cannot do it. it, it the top offensive of the morning line, to you, Jamie. Top of the morning to your team and the trenches for the Philadelphia Eagles. The offensive line. I think you just got to get back to the basics, man. Like, they've been unbelievable. Their run game is fantastic. But the defensive line, the Eagles went out of their way this season to sign extra guys, Linval Joseph and Dominican Sue, just to make sure everything was in tip-top shape for the defense. Ryan's talking about teams coming in that have a Leonard Fournette, that have a uh, Aaron Christian McCaffrey, Aaron, Aaron Jones. Yeah, like, Aaron. you want those running backs coming in and busting through your defensive line? I don't. You got to figure. And now, granted, they held the Cowboys to 115 rushing yards last week. They threw through the air for over 315. My goodness. But this, this is where it has to get back to. If the Eagles just want to be, we're powerful, we'll stop you, we're going to take your will, we're going to stop the, we're going to keep the clock running because we're going to have the lead with whatever quarterback we have. The line's got to make sure they are just zip it up, mm. zip it right up for mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, we all kind of like the Eagles at the table, maybe except for Ryan. I know I do like the Eagles. <laughs> they, asked, they asked for uh, uh, kind of what you could poke some holes. And man, in. Ryan, you fired. Well, that let me ask you though: like, quick. is there somebody else in the NFC that you just love? Like the, if the, the 49ers, but you, even yeah. with Brock Purdy, yeah, they're the most complete football team. Wow, I love right? that. Right. So I mean, I, if I had to put my faith in any of the teams in the NFC, San Francisco's at the very top. Yeah. The Eagles are probably second for me, and then everybody else below, mm-hmm. I don't trust at all. I don't mm-hmm. trust the Cowboys. I certainly don't trust the Vikings. Why don't you trust the Cowboys? That's interesting. They have a great record. They just beat Philly. Like people like the Cowboys. Why I just think them? Mike McCarthy's their liability. I think he has been for a couple years now. I think he makes poor decisions in crunch time, and it cost him last year in the playoffs. I just think those moments are too big for him in, yeah. at this point. And it's a guy who's won a Super Bowl, <laughs> this which is, is great. huge. This just lobs apples up to right. What about the Vikings? Well, unpack the Vikings for us. Why don't you trust right. them? I like them. Uh, I- I don't trust them because I don't think at the biggest moment they're going to win it, but they have all year long every, oh, single, every single one okay. possession game they one have. Score games, right? Doesn't it seem like inevitably there's going to be either a Kirk Cousins moment yeah. or a Mike McCarthy moment where yeah. it's like, are, are you big enough for that moment? And if you're not, like you're out. I am, I'm a little fearful of, of the Vikings, and this weekend's going to teach me a lot mm-hmm. because they, they leave the confines of the dome. It's going to be frozen. 
Lambo. Right. Well, how does Kirk Cousins respond to that? You know, Justin Jefferson has an opportunity to really put himself in the MVP conversation if he has two closeout yeah. games. Right. I yeah. mean, it's mm. it's it's fun. Now, don't forget, I, I picked this Vikings team to win the divisions before the year started. Nice. Right here on the show, by the way. Um, and <laughs> uh, and and they're, they've accomplished that. It's just I I don't forward. I don't have I feel like they're they're frauds and that's a, it's a strong word. It's fine, you can say it. It's fine. But I think I get the Vikings and the Cowboys yeah. are a little fraudulent uh, of contenders, and the ones that are, are are the real contenders in the NFC right now are the Eagles and the 49ers. It's awesome. Oh, it's awesome. I know that's tough for you. Yeah. Leaf came to play. I don't, I don't mind yeah. it though. Defensively, the Vikings are the team where it's like that's kind of their Achilles' heels. Because Kirk Cousins, all year long, has stepped up in the big moments in the fourth quarter, made the throws. Playoffs a little bit. If we're going to go Achilles heel, if we're going to poke holes, I think Ryan's right. I have a harder time finding one for the 49ers. I really do. You want it to be Brock Purdy, We still still need to see Brock Purdy in those big moments. They've controlled games defensively. It hasn't been tough, adverse situations. The thing is that the 49ers defense isn't going to put Brock Purdy in a position where I think he has to deliver in a big moment. I think they're that good. Let's say they have an off day, and it's like, oh, my God, we're in the wild card, and we're down five with three minutes left to go, and Brock Purdy go win the game. I mean, that's incredible theater, but we haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet, but I also think the defense is so good, like like they did in the Dallas game and in the Green Bay game last year in the playoffs, right. they compensated defensively. No doubt about it. The lack of offense that they had to put up. Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo didn't have to be the star at yeah. either no one of those football him. games. Mm-hmm. When he was asked to be in the Los Angeles and NFC Championship, he couldn't be. And they were so interception maybe, away from... Yeah, that was A dropped interception yep. away, yeah. and then, of course, you know, um, Matthew Stafford away. Mm-hmm. Too. It's yeah, great. So. That was a great unpack of the NFC. Amazing. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.